Welcome to journeywithjesus.net, a weekly webzine for the global church. I'm Daniel B. Clendenin. My essay this week is actually a note to our readers, Journey with Jesus 2004 to 2013, for Sunday, June the 30th, 2013. This week brings two important milestones. First, Sunday marks the completion of nine years of Journey with Jesus. We launched our weekly webzine for the Global Church on June the 23rd, 2004. Since then, we've served over 3.6 million readers in 233 countries and territories. Or, to put it more accurately, since every once in a while I get this question, in 233 of the world's 252 internet top-level domains. In other words, there are more internet domains than countries. Thanks to our webmaster, Ray Cowan, who in many ways makes Journey with Jesus possible. In his day job, Ray's a particle physicist for MIT at Stanford. Whereas I write all our content, except for an occasional guest review and the monthly music reviews by David Werther, Ray manages all things technical. If you have any experience at this, you know that's not an easy job. We post new material every Sunday night, and Ray has not missed a single one of those weekly rituals in 468 weeks. Thanks to Ray Cowan. Thanks, too, to our Journey with Jesus board, which holds quarterly meetings. Our board remains a source of support, encouragement, wisdom, and provocation. Thanks also to our donors. Your generosity has made Journey with Jesus all free to all readers all the time. We're also blessedly free of all advertisement. If you go to our drop-down menu about us and then click on who we are, you'll discover Journey with Jesus's ministry vision. From our beginning nine years ago, we've been guided by six values. First, my weekly essays follow the Revised Common Lectionary, and so we aim for biblical fidelity. The Bible is a mini-library of 66 books, written mainly in Hebrew and Greek by about 40 authors across more than a thousand years. It's about 1,600 pages long, has many plot twists, and is rooted in ancient cultural settings that are foreign to us today. But despite the complexities of the Bible as a human word about God, believers still listen to it for a divine word about humanity. Number two, we also aim for cultural relevance. The issues we face today are different than those 2,000 years ago. And so we publish not only essays on the Bible, but also reviews of books, film, music, and poetry. If you go to our comprehensive index of 450 book reviews, for example, you'll find some religious titles, 
but also reviews from a dozen subject categories like art, science, history, and economics. At Journey with Jesus, I hope the ancient biblical text and the contemporary cultural context collide in an unending conversation. Number three, real people have honest questions. And so at Journey with Jesus, no query is off limits. Vibrant faith requires critical inquiry. Enthusiasm without enlightenment is always dangerous. Such critical inquiry fosters theological modesty. Elie Wiesel, for example, once observed that we discover God in the questions as well as in the answers. And Rilke famously encouraged his readers to live the questions. Number four, many Journey with Jesus readers are pastors who follow the Revised Common Lectionary and who use us for sermon preparation. If you want to gain a new respect for your pastor, just try to write a sermon every single week. And so we honor pastors in the church at Journey with Jesus. And even though the church swarms with many faults, as John Calvin once said, we affirm the role of the church in the life of faith. Number five, the church is the world's first and most globalized institution. I'm always amazed at Journey with Jesus' global reach, thanks to the distributive power of the Internet. Every week, readers from 100 nations visit our site. About 35% of our traffic is international. And so Journey with Jesus encourages a global vision. Since God's kingdom encompasses every nation, tribe, people, and language, Revelation 7-9, Christians ought to be geographic, cultural, national, and ethnic egalitarians. For us, there's no geographic center of the world, only a constellation of points equidistant from the heart of God. And last, Journey with Jesus celebrates ecumenical generosity. The Spirit of God blows where he will. We typically think of Catholic, Orthodox, and Protestant believers, but Christian diversity bursts those simplistic boundaries. Philip Jenkins reminds us of our Syriac cousins in his book, The Lost History of Christianity. And according to David Barrett's book, World Christian Encyclopedia, global Christianity has experienced an explosion of what he calls neo-apostolic movements distinct from traditional Protestants and numbering about 400 million Christians in 20,000 movements, these neo-apostolic believers will constitute 600 million members by the year 2025, way more than all Protestant movements. There's also a second milestone this week. June the 30th marks the end of our Journey with Jesus budget year. If you'd like to support Journey with Jesus, here are three suggestions. First, share our site with your friends. Just use the email this page function. You can enter multiple email addresses with a single request. Second, 
I'll follow Paul's example in Ephesians 6.19, where he asked the Ephesians, Pray for me that whenever I open my mouth, words may be given me, so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel. And finally, to support Journey with Jesus with a financial donation, you can go to our website and click on the appropriate button. As a 501c3 tax-exempt nonprofit corporation, in the United States, your gift is tax-deductible. And with that, with your support and encouragement, we thus begin year 10 on the journey with Jesus. Our books this week, I review a title called, Does Jesus Really Love Me? A Gay Christian's Pilgrimage in Search of God in America. The author is Jeff Chu. New York, Harper, 2013, 353 pages. Jeff Chu's great-grandfather was a missionary in China. His grandfather and two uncles were Baptist preachers. Chu himself went to a Christian high school, which is where he first knew he was gay, and where one of his teachers who was discovered to be gay was fired and thrown under the bus. The children's song, Jesus Loves Me, characterized Jeff Chu's life. But Chu was now 35, and it's hard to be the gay Christian son of Chinese immigrants. He has a church that he still calls home, but attends irregularly. He says his mother still cries herself to sleep. And so he's full of questions about the relationship between sex and his soul. Can he still sing that childhood song and believe it? To answer his many questions, Chu spent a year crisscrossing the country, listening to just about anyone who would talk to him. He visited 28 churches from numerous denominations and interviewed 300 people. Everyone gets to have their say in his book. That includes the bigots from Westboro Baptist Church in Topeka, Kansas, leaders and participants in Exodus International, tagged haggard, black gays, gay Christians who have chosen celibacy, gay people who live in monogamous heterosexual marriages, those who live closeted double lives, denominational executives, those with a robust faith, and those who have lost all faith. My goal, he writes in his introduction, was to understand why those who call themselves followers of Christ start from the same point, but end up in such radically different places on the issue of God, the church, and homosexuality. Two things become clear in Jeff Chu's book. First, it's very misleading to generalize. Whether you're gay or straight, Christian or not, some people are respectful and others are rude. Some are gracious and others are angry. Some are well-informed and some speak out of ignorance. Some can see shades of gray, 
where others see only black and white. And second, when you listen to all these conversations, as Chu writes, it's almost as if people are speaking entirely different languages. And it's almost as if people are preaching totally different faiths. Chu concludes each section of the book with his own perspective. He's very hard on what he calls cowardly clergy for not speaking up. He's also very critical of the hypersexualized ethos of the Metropolitan Community Church. He also admits that you can interpret these many stories any way you like. But I was glad I read his book. Trying hard to listen to another person's story is always a good thing to do. A very critical review of Chu's book in the New York Times, written by a gay atheist, nonetheless conceded that Chu has written a fascinating, thoughtful, and important book. The author is Jeff Chu. The title, Does Jesus Really Love Me? For film this week, I review a movie called The Sapphires from Australia. This fluffy movie doesn't pretend to be anything other than what it is. A feel-good story about an unlikely music group called The Sapphires. Based on a true story, the film is set in 1968 Aboriginal Australia, a time and place of government-sanctioned racist policies. Three sisters and their cousin escape the limited horizons of their desolate homeland by forming a musical group that wins a few auditions and then goes to Vietnam to play gigs for the American soldiers. There are a series of subplots about sibling rivalry, their besotted manager, soldierly love interests, and the racism of the day. Nonetheless, this film might have some interest for baby boomer music lovers with a social conscience. I also note that Rotten Tomatoes gave it a whopping 93% rating on its tomato meter. From Australia, The Sapphires. And finally, for poetry this week, We've posted a poem from the Celtic Poems and Prayers. It's called Chief of Chiefs. God with me lying down, God with me rising up, God with me in each ray of light, nor I a ray of joy without him, nor one ray without him. Christ with me sleeping, Christ with me waking, Christ with me watching, every day and night, each day and night. God with me protecting, the Lord with me directing, the Spirit with me strengthening, forever and forevermore, ever and evermore. Amen. Chief of Chiefs, Amen. Thank you for joining us at journeywithjesus.net for Sunday, June the 30th, 2013. 
marking the completion of nine years of the webzine Journey with Jesus. I'm Daniel B. Clendenin.